Welcome to another episode of the Colorful Kit Podcast. Um, today it's just me, Raul, and then we got Brian lamenting the latest Cavs loss. <laughs> yeah, it's too many losses for me this week. Too many L's. Yeah, too many. <laughs> That's right. I'm the Bulls fan, so I'm like wanting all the L's possible. <laughs> very true, very true. Get that, get that, uh, that rebuilding going. It's so conflicting when the Bulls like are in a close game in the fourth quarter. And I'm just like, uh, do I want them to win or do I want them to play well and blow it? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. It's tough. It's tough, but yeah. I, I give up. I, the Bulls are going to end up with like the sixth pick in a five-man draft. I know it. Yeah, you never know. They can always, in a couple of years, they could you know get a decent team going. You can it can happen. Well, we got the All-Star game in 2020, so hopefully someone's good enough to be on the All-Star team by then. Oh, hopefully. All right, well, today we are going to talk Mexicans abroad. It's kind of like the halfway point for most of these guys. Some of, these, some of them are even on a break. And then we're going to talk some transfer rumors, most which probably won't happen just because that's how late transfer <laughs> rumors work. Transfer rumors slash hyped up, like, that never go through. Yeah. <laughs> We'll hear the latest rumors of X, of insert blank Mexican player going to MLS. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here we go. And then we'll talk a little league MX and kind of how the league's changing a little bit. So that should be a yep. good convo. And then we'll finish up with some questions from people. So um, let's just start. Go ahead with these Mexicans abroad. We'll just start off right off the bat with all the MLS players. We got Gio, Jonah, Vela, and Kubo. Um, we can kind of bunch these up together. The two Dos Santos and Vela are confirmed or pretty much confirmed to be called up to the national team, right, for this uh, friendly in the next couple of weeks? Yeah. I would, training I would, in Mexico, I think? Yeah, I would expect it. Um, I think just to, I don't know, to try to get them in the game shape to see what they can do. Um, obviously, it's not a big deal as it's a non-FIFA friendly, so I'm expecting them to at least be called. And then we got Kubo, who, by all accounts, was on the verge of being sold back to Liga MX to Veracruz. How Veracruz has any money, I don't know. But I don't know. This was close to going through, but at the very last minute, well, it was called off, probably due to some money issue. I would. That's my assumption, also. <laughs> yeah, he kind of had a up and down season. I mean, he had like ten goals in the first two months of the year, and then he had like three the rest of the season. Yeah. And we saw him at the Gold Cup, and not a not a great showing. But I mean, like I'm up to I'm up to the point where I don't know if we should even hold the Gold Cup against anyone. Everyone did bad, except for what maybe Edson. Yeah, he he played really good for the fact that he had to change his position. <laughs> I mean, uh, Pizarro wasn't that bad. I don't think he was that bad. And then, yeah, just, just couldn't put the ball away. Basically, he couldn't score. Yeah, it was a weird tournament. It was just, it was such an afterthought after like the downer of the Confederations Cup. Yeah, and then finally we got back to qualifying, and then things just completely blew that away. <laughs> yeah, that was a little hectic. Um, yeah, I mean, do you want anything you want to bring up on these guys? I mean, I don't. All I know is that that I saw jo- Jonah dos Santos training on the beach, which kind of broke my heart seeing. Um, kind of wish he was <laughs> back in Villarreal. <laughs> like, 
keeping it keeping his form, but what can I do? Can't change it now. Yeah, for the record, those four guys will not play a competitive game until St. Patrick's Day, basically. So. Yep. Yep. I guess we'll get into national team stuff a little bit later, but yeah, out of those four guys, I don't expect to see Kubo. There's no chance he's going. I don't think. And um, yeah. I think the the non-European Mexican forward role is going to be filled by Peralta one more time, one more tournament. Possibly, yeah. yeah. And then um, Jonah, Gio, Vela. I expect two out of those three guys to at least make it. Yeah, I think one might be in jeopardy, depending on the form. So we'll, we'll see. What form? I mean, they're not playing any games. I mean, exactly. That's why we'll see heading towards late spring. You know, if uh, what if one of those might even be dropped. Yeah, I think the big rumor was what the Dos Santos brothers were going to go on loan to the Monterrey team or to uh, Club America, but. I think it might have been Monterrey, but Galaxy said no. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I expected. Um, I was excited when I first heard them. Like, okay, wait a minute, hold on, this might be okay, and then just didn't go through. Which would have been really great, though, to see them at least, you know, keeping the rhythm going. Something, because I mean, the Galaxy had like the second worst record in the league. That was bad. Yeah, that was rough. It was yeah. really rough because I saw a lot of their games, and it was just. It was a struggle. I think the last time I saw them, they were like in Atlanta, just getting murdered. And I was like, "Wow, this this is just not good." Yeah, it was. It was just rough. I mean, I felt bad for Gio because it's like it's like the dude was alone up front, like no one knew how to unless unless Jonah got him the ball. Like no one got Gio the ball at LA this season. Nope. But then again, that's. What was my? That was the fear, you know. You kind of had something good going, but when with Villarreal, but I don't know. He felt it was that the pull, the pull to the Galaxy was good enough. Sometimes you got to pay the consequences, though. You might not be getting the ball. You might not. That like he's like he was complaining about the like he was making runs and his his teammates weren't seeing him. Like, well, yeah, that's what you traded in for. It's like, you know, that that's what we were worried about. It's like your teammate just got out of just finished college like two weeks ago. Of course, he's not gonna know how to hit you with the through ball. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, from, from there, let's go over to. I guess we'll just talk about rumors as we talk about these players. But let's talk about the Portuguese players. Let's start off with uh, Raul Jimenez, who mm-hmm. had a nice goal over the weekend, but it's just nothing, no playing time, and it's not even like the team is just scoring like they, they kind of switched up their formation so they only really needed one forward up top and it's just not him it's just but at the same time club america wanted him this uh this transfer window yeah i mean if anybody needed a goal i mean you could debate chicharito but i i say it's raul because i think there's just wait i mean looking at their that roster i mean that competition's getting pretty scary um, if he wants to even see the field um, with Chicharito, I mean, he might see, he might be a starter here and there, and Raúl just isn't. So I, I think he needed to go more than say Cheech. So I was glad to see him at least get one. That that might get a rhythm going to maybe he enters in the 67th minute. You know what I mean? Yeah, not the 86th minute. 
Yeah, not the 86th, but at Just least to he give got you, one in. <laughs> it's kind of scary. So so he's he played five Champions League games, started three of them, had 308 minutes in those six appearances. Yep. He has 17 league appearances with only one start, and he has 306 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, I don't know what to do with that. I mean, it's a tough situation. Jonas is scoring, like, over a goal a game in front of him. Yeah, I know. I've been paying close attention here. And it's, uh, I'm just, like I said, I'm just, I was shocked to even see his see his name pop up on the score sheet. And I was like, hey, finally he scored a Golasso. So maybe that'll help his confidence a little bit. And uh, the Benfica coach only plays him when he's like a center forward. He's not like yeah. uh, Osorio where he sometimes will put him <laughs> out there like a target winger. Yeah. Which people rip on, but I mean, it gets him on the field. Yeah, there's cases where you just, you might want to see that. Again, if we've mentioned before, he's not he's not sh- shy in dropping back and helping the defense. So he has other qualities. It's just, you just, you just prefer to see him being the top guy, you know, receiving the ball and looking for the goals, you know. Yeah, and that's just not going to help his form, but... I mean, at least he's getting in the games. I don't know. I'm struggling to find anything positive from this season, but it's just those Portuguese clubs, and we'll talk about it when we get to Porto, but they they don't sell unless they absolutely have to. And yeah. And the, they don't the have thing, to sell Jimenez. The one thing, too, is it, this has been a little bit more difficult for him, but I believe two seasons ago he had a very similar situation going on where in the beginning of the season he really wasn't getting his minutes, and then towards the end he did. I, if that's that's just to my what I recalled, um, so I'm hoping maybe the second half of the season he might start getting his looks. I, I'm not, you know. Then again, who knows? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He played a lot of the cup games that that, mm-hmm. that year. So later on, he was just the automatic starter for the cups, and he just kept scoring goals. But I mean, he's played 300 league minutes, and he has one goal and one assist. So he's averaging a goal and an assist. Every game and a half, so it's not even like he's he's I don't know like one of the Benfica writers like put up his stat of him saying like he's averaging a goal every hundred something minutes every time he plays for Benfica, but he like doesn't play enough. Yep. So you play, you might be playing ten minutes a game, so in like fifteen games he'll score a goal because because. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and I think they might pull the trigger on him. This, I mean, that's the thing though, like. I I assumed Jonas was gonna like play less minutes this year. He's getting a little older, but he's just he's on a tear. Yeah, that's a thing too. As we're gonna talk about the Porto guys, it's the other thing is just there's just a lot of switching around with these these Portuguese clubs. There's a lot of like it's almost like nothing's really cemented for them. And just to give you an idea, Jonas has 21 goals, five assists in 18 God. games. <laughs> That is good number. And these are off of who scored. He he's had eight match of the uh, man of the match performances out of eighteen. Jeez, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. That's really good. It's hard to get that guy not. It's hard to get that guy off the field. Yeah. So this is less of a. Hey, the guy in front of you sucks. Why can't I play? It's more of a hey, the guy in front of you is tearing it up, even though he's thirty-four years old. Yeah. 
It's just tough, tough. I, I wish they would have let him go on loan for America. I think I'm, I think I heard the rumor was one point two million dollars as a loan fee. Wow, for six months. Huh. Well, I know there, there were some other cl- well, this was a while ago. There was even like some English clubs looking. Well, Everton. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't think of the Dutch manager that got fired, but. Anyways, he was after Raul, but I guess Benfica wanted to, they kept, I think they offered like 28 million pounds or something like that, and then Benfica was like, no, you gotta meet his release clause of like 40. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. And then that manager got fired, so. Dang. And then the new manager bought the old Walcott, so. <laughs> <laughs> Take that how you will, but I he's gonna be there through the summer, I think, I don't I don't know what Jonas's contract situation is, but I, I'm I, not sure. I figured I'm this was sure going to be his last season, but he, I mean, dude's going to get like 30 goals, so I don't think they're going to let him go. <laughs> yeah, he's on par, you know. Um, I guess we can talk real quickly about uh, Paulo Medina, the right back who played mm-hmm. with, um, uh, I guess Real Madrid's Real Madrid C, or I guess it's just a U nine Real Madrid's U nineteen. Set up. Yeah. yeah. Um, they let him go. I don't know why. They just seem to just let these kids go. But he's played a lot for uh, Benfica's U19 squad. Not their, not their B. Not B. Their, yeah, not their no. B. He hasn't played for the B yet, but just the U19 squad. He's close to an automatic starter right back at 18 which years is, old. Which is good. Very good. Yeah. So he's had um, 12 games for them. Played every minute of those 12 games, so... He's 18. I mean, not too much to talk about, really, but it's good to see. No, but, it, yeah, it, it's something, you know, it's something. Yeah. Yeah, especially when he was at, you know, Real Madrid, uh, U19. At least he's getting minutes in a European club here. So uh, we'll just, you know, something to keep an eye out on. Yeah, and until that point, we'll talk about uh, Junior Malik. Malik? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure if he's ever suited up for Mexico's youth teams. I'm not sure either, but I feel like he's scoring a lot. Yeah. So I'm looking at his stats right now. He's had a uh, 21 games across the their league and their uh, the UEFA Youth League. Mm-hmm. And he's got 11 goals in less They're... than 1,700 minutes. So that's really good. That's pretty good. And yeah. He's on a loan with an option to buy, and all signs point to Portal using that option, unless Santos priced it pretty high. But I don't know. That'd be that'd be interesting. Yeah, so it's just not something to keep an eye on. I I expect it to be like another Omar Gorvea situation or Raul Godinho, where Porto, you know, keeps an eye on him for the whole year, buys him. Yeah. And probably next year he'll he'll be on the on the B squad. That would be great, yeah, so. especially since uh, <laughs> Mexico's going to be needing some some forward work here in the next couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Portal. I mean, they got Layun. Well, let, well, before we go on to Portal proper, let's just wrap up on Raul Godinho. I'm a little disappointed in him. He went off to some yeah. team out in Cyprus, and he was supposed to be the backup, and then the the number one tear or something. So he steps up in a couple Champions League game and two league games, and then they bring in another older guy, and he's back to being the backup. So I don't... 
I know. It was really disappointing because the one the one uh, game they played against uh, Dortmund, he actually did very well. Um, but I, I haven't heard. That's another name that kind of fell off the face of the earth, kind of. He started a cup game for them over the weekend or last week, I believe. But yeah, I expected him to get a lot more minutes than he's getting. A lot, yeah, I was expecting a lot more from him. And he's also especially especially at that club, you know, especially at that club. Yeah, and he's also on loan there too. So yeah. uh, Speaking of loan and Porto, might as well just Omar Govea. He's had a breakout season. He made his national team debut. Did I mean, very well. I watch. I try to watch as much of his games and highlights as possible. And he's he's worn the captain's armband already. He takes pretty much every set piece. He plays every minute basically. I mean, he's blossoming this season. It it's that's a name that Mexican fans should keep an eye on, especially since the way he was able to just come right in the game against Poland for Mexico, and he didn't look like he was like. In his debut game, he looked like he had been there before, and that's something you you have to recognize, especially if you're Osorio. Yeah, and I'm I was really happy they brought him on for uh, just even if he didn't play, I was just glad they brought him on just to hey, just we're here, we're literally in your backyard. Let's just see what's going on. You know, I mean, let's Mexico's see, let's kind see, of let's see what you're position. doing. Basically, yeah, Mexico's loaded in that position, but. Hey, you never. I mean, I'm not sure if Osorio is going to be here past August this year, but if he is, it's good to get a look at the next cycle of players. Uh, I agree. I agree. So yeah, I'm pumped about him. He's doing really well, and he's another player that you know Porto brought with the loan, and then eventually made that transfer for Club America. So Porto, just... which is really good because you know, speaking of Gudinho, but like this is exactly what they're using this loan for. It's to see. Can he get into these games? Be a starter, and he's he's surpassed that. I mean, he's one of the main guys in this in this Belgian side. So, yeah, it, it this is going very well for him. Yeah, and it's like I said, it's he's one of those guys where I don't have to look to see if he's going to play. It's just yeah. hey, Royal Moscron is playing. Unless he's suspended for yellow card accumulation, he's playing. Exactly. Exactly. And then we got um, Miguel Ayun. Uh, you know what's funny? Because people always ask, why is he at Porto? Why is he still there? Why is he still there? Like, why don't they sell him? He is really valuable off the bench. Mm-hmm. He can play right back. He can play left back. He's played D-man. He play he's played, yeah, he's played the mid. And he's played, he's played attacking, both attacking wing positions. So it's like, why would you sell him if literally anyone gets hurt? You plug him in. Exactly. Well, that's hey. When they when they scored in the, in the Champions League, it that that was it. it was it, he got subbed in, and he got he got a goal. So, I mean, he's he, you want to see him starting, but as we we're seeing with the other players too, they're starting to get their minutes. They're starting, especially like Reyes, Layun. Like they're starting to finally click here for Porto. And that's what you know. That's what we've been waiting for, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, like the latest rumors, Sevilla for uh, Layun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that too. Again, top class rumors. Yeah, <laughs> but 
It's just like, like did this happen last? I think it was last year. He wasn't playing too much, but then uh, their right back Pereira got hurt, and then he played like a month and a half straight every game. Yep. Again. Yeah. So it's like, it's like he's not. No one's gonna come in with an offer big enough where they're like, all right, let's sell him when we could use him. You know, in like five in like half the field. Yeah. Yeah. So. uh, one a lot of versatility on, by, yeah. on his part. Yep, exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't see him moving. If he hasn't moved already, I don't see them moving him. I really, yeah, I thought he would have already moved by now, but if he's not, he's staying there for sure. Yeah. Um, Tecatito Corona. It's you... another. It, it's like one game he starts, one one game he doesn't. It's it's uh, any. But you know, it seems like he's still, you know playing at a high level like i think he just had an assist last week yeah yeah so like which is good to see i mean maybe he might not start but i I i'm i'm not worried about him yeah he's actually been the one besides herrera in the last couple months but he's like pretty much been he starts most games granted he usually gets out like the 60th minute but yeah just, just the same thing that's kind of been dogging him this whole time at Porto. He just needs to be more consistent. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, he provides glimpses of magic here, there, and it's just like, I mean, I know we were kind of talking about this off air, and I know maybe the Chivas and Norte guys are gonna <laughs> hit back at us, but it, <laughs> it's like trophies, you know? Yeah. Like little glimmers of, oh man, this guy could be really good, and then he's gone for the next game and a half. Yep. And um and we're gonna hey, I don't I don't know what's going on with him, but hopefully we see him in Russia because we didn't see him in the Confederations Cup and he would have been very valuable. So not only do I hope he's playing, I I hope there's no situation where he has to leave the club. Yeah. I mean uh meet leave the uh, national team, rather. Yeah, and and it's funny, I saw an interview with um uh, Chucky Lozano from uh, I think it was uh, Copa US or Copa ninety. Those guys was that uh, came out yesterday? Yeah, I think it was yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And they asked him who's an important player for uh, Mexico, and he yep. didn't hesitate. He said, first of all, it threw me off because he said Tecate." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Tecatito Corona." I'm like, "Oh yeah." It's true. It's true though. I mean, that guy can really throw defenders off, and then that just opens things up. Depending on who's the striker, and then you got on the left side, uh, Chucky Luzano. I mean, that's. Ah, I mean, there, there a lot of good things can come out of that. I know I, I bring it up like all the time when we talk about these two guys, but would you do, would you feel comfortable starting Corona and Tecatito on the wings? I mean, there's no reason why you, you can't even give it a give it a shot because I mean those guys can, like I said, they can cause a lot of stuff to happen whether they're when they're, whether they have the ball or they don't so i mean you, you kind of have to see you get to see it work but then again you have the option of bringing one off the bench so you kind of have to mix it up i think yeah i think i think you're right i think i kind of like one of them on the bench just to bring in you know when everyone's tired it's crazy because like a year ago we would have said uh chuki luzano would be that guy but now we're like I don't know. That guy seems like an automatic starter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get to Chucky in a little bit, but yeah, it's yeah. I like to have one of those guys off the bench. Yeah. Um, 
Diego Reyes. Weird situation with him. His contract is up in June. So technically, don't be surprised if you wake up any morning from now until then that he signs with so and so starting next summer. Because he could yep. he could for free. He doesn't he doesn't need Portal's permission. He can literally sign with any club. Yeah. But I keep hearing that they want to bring him back. I know. And, he, and, this, and then, what does he have? Like two goals in four games or something. So he he's getting his minutes. He's getting time, and somehow he's scoring. So so like, and they're using him in different roles. So which hey, it's good if you're a Mexico fan. You know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, that's you need some. <laughs> we need people playing. I mean, we'll get to him in a little bit, but Moreno's not playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, what, what do you think? What do you think he's gonna do? I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna leave. To a Spanish yeah. club. I mean, he's got people in Spain. I mean, he had two good s- s- loan stints out there. Like Real was very good. One, one was very good. Yeah, and you know, recognized by the league. That's. Is one of the best defenders. That's no joke. So it's always strange. You see that happen, and then he doesn't play for eight weeks. And it's like, what? Didn't you guys just see what he did in Spain? Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, I don't. It's just, it's a weird, it's a weird situation. But I, I don't know. I think, I think he'll go somewhere. I think someone will offer him something, and he's just, he'll know, hey, I'll go here. I'm going to Yeah, play. I'm, I'm sure. I think there's a Spanish club that, really does want him. I just don't think they could, you know, it, it, might, it might be a financial thing or whatever, but I think he might, I think he's going to Spain. If you had asked me. Especially, especially when they don't have to pay a transfer fee for him. Yeah. Big time. It's just going to be sign here. Okay. Come after the world cup. Yep. And he's going to start for Mexico, I think. So he's either going to increase his value a lot or not. But if you're like one of those teams, you'd rather sign him before, just as a better safe than yeah. sorry. Yep. And finally, El Sorillo, Hector Herrera. Yep. Capitan. Yeah. What do you think of his season so far there? Um, it it seemed to start out kind of shaky, and then he got his his feet back under him. So, I uh, as long as he's not getting red cards or anything. Um, I think he's doing what he needs to do. He's getting on the, he's even getting on the score sheet, getting assists, getting goals. We're on the Darban. Yep. So, you know, that's all important in this crazy, crazy World Cup year. Yeah, and he's just, he's, he's a rock for them. I've watched him play a lot, and he's just, he's back to... His, his say, comfort zone. 20, yeah, he's done 2014. Like, yep. It's just so good. It's just, I'm pumped. Maybe I'm also yeah. pumped because I got his Porto jersey, so now I can wear that again. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just, man, it's just fun to see him play. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think I have no idea what's going to go on. His contract doesn't expire this summer. I mean, there's always the there's always the Serie A rumors. Oh, he's gonna go sign with Juventus. Oh, he's gonna go sign here, and I don't know. But a couple week, a couple like a month or two ago, they interviewed his manager after he had like a great game, and he said when he came in here, he said there are certain players he didn't he did not want to sell. He's like, and he said he specifically asked that the team does would should not get rid of Herrera. So 
Yeah. I, 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 and I don't, I don't mind that, you know, especially if they have a plan for him, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's wearing the captain's armband. It's <clears throat> he's not on the fringe. He's starting every game now for them. So, yeah. like you said, unless he gets suspended or gets another, another red card. Similar to Govea, you're going to see him no matter what. Yeah, yeah, and God knows we need those players to get some consistent playing time. Yes, sir. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah. Um, let's hop over to La Liga. Where we were down uh, one Mexican for now, Andres Guardado, and he is, dare I say, doing Andres Guardado things. I mean, he's got, he's third in the league in La Liga in assist. Yeah, and he could have he could have uh, added to that this, uh, I believe it was Monday, put the ball right on Leon's foot, and he just couldn't put it away. I was like, oh man, that would have just added to his tally. <laughs> He's just man. He's just so good. It's this. I think is. It's been one of the best moves for a Mexican in a, in a while. I mean, yeah, there was a little bit. Of, there was question marks. Like I don't know. You know, you know, Betis. Not sure. And then it was like they just started off blazing. Granted, they play very risky game, but it's working, at least for Guardado's sake. So I'm loving it. Yeah, and he's just. He's a rock for them too, and I was, I was like I said, I was a little sketchy when he was leaving PSV. I'm like, oh, why are you leaving PSV? It's... Yeah, it was a, it was a comfortable place, but yeah. that's that that's where the fear came from for everybody. It was like, hold on, you got a guy that is loved by the PSV fans, and uh, you know, Betis, I, I, I don't know, like, is he really gonna shine there? And it's like, yep, actually, he did very much so. So it worked out really well. And he's the last man standing. Yep. <laughs> yep. Once Vela left, and God, <laughs> heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> Not the best, but wow. which is very strange to say, isn't it? It's like you would think most of the Mexican abroad would be in La Liga, but now they're scattered around. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird feeling. <laughs> But hey, I mean, I don't think he'll be lonely there for long. I mean, we've been no. talking about Reyes might go there. I mean, maybe we'll talk about this too. But Alanis, I don't think he's going to go there now. But I think the yeah, plans for him to that's leave. the problem. Was if he was, if he were to leave, now would have been the perfect time. But he's like, yeah, no, I, I really want to go to Europe. I just it's going to happen after the World Cup. I'm like, dude, we don't need you after the World Cup to go to here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean if. <laughs> Here's the thing. If if he plays at Chivas this year, I'd rather have him at Chivas than maybe go to Espanol and then not play much. And I don't know. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah. But like I said, hey, if he won, won his spot, then you got a serious situation going here. It's like, wait, he's playing against, you know, Sevilla, Atletico Madrid. And then it's like, wait a minute, this, guy, this guy's getting serious looks here. But, you know, it didn't happen. So we'll just not worry about it. Yeah. Would have been nice. <laughs> but yeah. Eh. I'm not too concerned. <laughs> He's gonna see, he might see his twin this summer though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alanis still has to make the Mexico team first. Exactly my point. that's exactly what I was thinking. When uh Hummels, uh tweeted, I'm like, ah, he's not a guaranteed on the list there. Yeah, I was just like, eh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, let's talk about it real quick about Hector Moreno. Yeah, disappointing. In the in the few minutes, he's been, the few uh, you know times he's been able to play, it's just I thought this, I thought this was going to pan out differently, especially since he was such a go-to player with PSV. Yeah, that's and yep. It's just rough, and Mexico's defense is just its weakest point in terms of chemistry. I don't think it's the single, like I said. I don't think it's the player's skill. I think it's the chemistry that they it just it just isn't panning out very good, especially against some of these teams. So when you see a player like Moreno, who's a veteran, not playing, it's like that's not good. Yeah, and just to let everyone know, he's played five games, two starts. He has even less minutes than he has about half the minutes this season that Jimenez has, and we were freaking about Jimenez. Yeah, I know. And Jimenez, what's even worse, because like Jimenez needs to produce, you know, like on the score sheet, it's like Moreno should be should have some sort of role. You would think with Roma, he just doesn't. Yeah, and he has he since Halloween, he has ninety minutes played. Wow. Wow, that is not good at all. That's not good. I, for some reason, thought it was more than that. No. <laughs> I thought it was, too, but he played 20 minutes on October 28th, and then he played 90 minutes. Full match, yeah. Yeah, 12-20. So. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it's... I don't know anymore. But, yeah, it's just... Uh-huh. And you know what? And... And you have to start him. Yeah. You have to start him at the World See, Cup. See, yeah, that's the thing. is like If this was a situation where it's kind of like a, a, a fringe player for Mexico, I wouldn't have been very worried. But being that he's the be- one of the le- one of the few remaining golden generation U17 players, and he's not even seeing the pitch, that's just – that is worrying. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just – but, I mean, we'll talk about other players who aren't getting minutes and we'll, oh, he shouldn't play. No, no, Moreno has to play. <laughs> yes, yes. He has to play. Um, a guy that I didn't I didn't expect to, you know, talk much of, but uh, Boyo Briseño. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard too much about him lately, but what do you got number-wise for him? He's been playing a. He didn't play a lot like the first month and a half of the season, but he's been a nice little starter for uh, Club Deportivo Feriense out now in yeah. Portugal. That's like a random signing too. It was, but it was you know it's at least he's up for the task at hand here. Like he's up for a challenge, so it, it was good to see because there's you know we've seen guys just kind of screw around the subject of leaving at least home. You know, I mean, he's still 23. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of crazy because he's been. I feel like he's been around forever. Of course, yeah, because you know we had such high hopes for that 2011 class. So that's six years ago, or six, going on seven years ago. So you would, you know, it's like wow. It's like these guys feel like they've been around for a long time. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's he has close. He's he's got over. 
I think it's get close to about like six, seven hundred minutes. With about yeah. with a, a little under five hundred in the league, a couple hundred in the cup. But I mean, he's twenty three years old. I mean, that's this is good for him out there getting some playing time. I agree. Glad he escaped. Uh, Tigres in there. Yeah. Under yeah. no playing time for people under thirty years old rule. Yeah, Tigres, like, it, you've got that, and then he went to Veracruz, and it's like, fall he, away into the, the to, darkness. Uh, did he go to Juarez? Veracruz, and then, I'm not sure if he, I forget what else he went, but he was just kind of like, he went into the void, he disappeared, we never we never really talk about him, and then it's like, wait a minute, he's making a move here, so it's like, at least he's getting an opportunity to showcase, you know, at least some growth here with the Portuguese side. Yeah, so he went to Veracruz. He went to Juarez, and then he went to Veracruz. And that was it, right? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, out of nowhere, he signed. He's he's up to like eight hundred minutes this season for Ferenze. So that's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, he's twenty three. People, he just, like, you can't stress that enough. It's kind of we don't think think of him as a young guy, but. That's yes. for hey for a defender. That's not bad. Yeah. Um. Now let's cut over to. But yeah, he signed. I think he signed a three-year deal or two-year deal, so he's not going anywhere right now. Yeah. Um. Guy who might be going somewhere, Chucky Lozano. Mm-hmm. Talk about his season. I mean. <laughs> uh, started off debut game goal. Probably could have scored three in that one. Yeah, he missed a couple um, easy ones. I hate to say it, but. Yeah, well, you know what? Hey, just get on the score, get on the score sheet. That's fine. Uh, but he's just been absolutely tearing it apart in in uh, in the Netherlands. So he surpassed expectations a hundred percent. Yeah, it's just. I mean, everyone knew it'd be the perfect league for him, but damn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just a couple. Give people a couple of things here. He's got eleven goals, four assists. In less than 1,400 minutes, yeah, he's averaging a goal or assist less than 100 minutes. <laughs> so, That's insane. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, like you said, we expect him to do well, but this is like, wow. And, and you know, there were question marks. Like, oh, is this just a fluky, like, he's doing against, you know, the Air WC players, and then he came play for Mexico and got two brilliant goals against Belgium. And I'm like, yep, I don't think it's a fluke. You could have had a third one that one too, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. But yeah, he, I don't see him being there past this summer. Oh, I don't think so. I, mean, I don't think so. I think he's uh, a hot commodity, especially for how quickly he's, he just, burst it onto the scene here for PSV. It, it's, it. I feel like he's destined to make a move here. And PSV is destined to cash in because yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they are through halfway through the season. They are five points clear of Ajax. It's that'd like be plus. great. Hey, that'd be great. Get your fresh. Get your first game, get a goal, get your first season, get a title. Uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so. And worst comes to worst, let's just say he stays there. I mean, they're going to be in the Champions League next year. Oh, I mean, there would be no problem with it. It's yeah. just, 
you just you just you can kind of feel it like teams are closing in on them. Like we you know we talk about other rumors and stuff, but it's hard when you're scoring and assisting and it's just completely shattering expectations. It's just a different situation. Yeah, so it's just it's it's nice when one of these like young hyped up players delivers. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, we sounded all sad when we talked about Vela, Jonah, and Gio at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> this is it's, the reverse. It's, it's still sad though. I mean, there's still there's still tears to that, but it's nice to see some of these other players. And as as we're gonna mention soon here, like Salcedo and you know Herrera's playing really well and. Tecatito's getting his minutes, and then here you got like Lozano just killing it. There is, there's bright sides to this too. And believe me, he, he will cash in at some point. But yeah. whether this is a La Liga or, or EPL, he's gonna be mm-hmm. he's gonna be heading there soon. Mm-hmm. And like to your point, we talked about how we expect him to have a good World Cup. Yep, teams might want to buy him before that World Cup. It's possible. Then uh, there's another Mexican in that of the VC. Yep. Antuna at FC Groningen. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he just turned twenty. <laughs> yeah. He's only he only has like uh, like three hundred minutes this year for them. I mean, it's just it's a two year loan though, so that's good. So. They know they're getting back next year. That the one well, thing about loans is just you don't. Sometimes teams either just either try to play him as much as they can, or just say, hey, "We'll play him if we have to." He's not going to be here long, so yeah. I'm, well, I'm that's the thing. Yeah, on. that's the thing is, um, he when he first got there, there we didn't hear anything about him. Then little by little, he started to get his minutes. Yeah, like I said, I think they're trying just trying to build him up. I mean, he's like I said, he just turned twenty in August, so yeah. I mean, he he has all of nineteen career Liga MX minutes, so yeah, yeah, and you know, for him too, the loan is important because the other team watching out for it is Manchester City. So you know, if he needs to take take time with it, that's fine. He's a young kid, but you know, we'll keep an eye on him. Also, yeah. he's twenty. Yeah, so, you know. Um, <clears throat> let's head over to England and our sad, sad news here. Chicharito. Yeah. God yeah. damn it, David Moyes. I know. I I had a feeling. I had a feeling. As soon as he was hired, every, like, Mexican Twitter was just like, ah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, even that first game, I know it's against the big team like United, but I thought West Ham was just better. I thought they were just going to be better, and they just ha- haven't been it's and I was like, ooh, yeah. this move is kind of rough, especially when you had a great team in Leverkusen. I'm like, I was like, mm, I'm not too not too hot on this. Yeah, it's just I mean, he was playing every game and he got banged up playing for Mexico, and then the coach got fired, and then yep, they switched up the tactics, and it's just sucks. <laughs> switched up the tactics, including him. <laughs> Well, like I keep hearing the rumor that Chelsea, for some unknown reason, is going to buy Andy Carroll. Oh wow! Okay, makes no sense, and I have plenty of Chelsea friends who are like, "Why?" <laughs> yeah. Yikes. 
But yeah, I don't. I really hope he goes somewhere, like just anywhere. Whether it's another EPL team, I've even heard rumors of him going back to United because Zlatan is hurt. Whatever. Hey, man. I would. I would love that, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't see it happening, especially if they sell Andy Carroll. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, West Ham has to just hope that. LAFC comes in with a bag of money after the World Cup. <laughs> and, you know, it, it just it sucks for Chicharito because, like, even though he still has the face of, a, of when he was first entered the, you know, the Premier League, he's going on 30. You yeah. know? If, 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 he, if he leaves for LAFC in August, I'm not even going to be mad. I mean, I, I don't. Think, I don't see him yeah. in Europe until he's thirty-four. You know, next World Cup. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't see that either. So. Which is really weird to say. This is like, like Twilight Zone. I just remember yesterday, like it was yesterday. You know, he's he's scoring against New Zealand in in the Rose Bowl pre twenty ten World Cup. And now we're talking about like, like what's he gonna do for the rest of his career now? You know, feels like it was only yesterday where I heard. Where I was on some forum where they were saying, "Oh, this this Hernandez guy is good. Maybe we'll, he'll he'll do well on his loan at Valencia." <laughs> oh my god! The loan that almost that almost happened, but Ferguson's like, "Nah, let's keep him here." <laughs> yep, yep. But yeah, like I know I I gave a ton of shit to Gio and to Vela coming over. I won't. I, I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I he's like my favorite player, but I. I'm not going to be that upset if Chicharito goes to the MLS after the World Cup. Well, Gio, Jonah, and and Vela, <clears throat> they're a, they're a different situation because they're undoubtedly in their prime. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> with the 2018 World Cup coming up, you would want them to be at the highest level. You know, and if it's like this is post World Cup and Chicharito is looking for a club. And hey, LAFC, because they want to put butts in the seats. They're throwing some money at you, or maybe Atlanta. Yeah, okay, you know, it's like what what can you do? You know, I, you can't get you know can't freak out about it. It's like I, he had his he had his run. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like, um, I mean, Gio Vela and Chicharito—they're all part of the same generation. Yeah. It's just, they're like, what, six months apart? I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's just, I think it's because those moves happened last summer. Yeah, they happened when, yeah. at the wrong time. You know what I mean? Like, post-World yeah. Cup, if it's 2018 and it's September or whatever, and Gio's like, hey, I'm going to be going to the MLS, going to MLS, I would have been like, oh, that's strange, but I can see why. Whereas, like, okay, it's 2000. What was it, 2015 he made his move? And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? This is way too early. Yeah, and it, it sucks that it came off after he just, we all thought he finally found his footing in La Liga. He did. He was. He was one of their top players. It was, it's just too bad. But like I said, hey, we got bright spots and we've got, you know, some other yep. things to worry about. Yeah, so I mean, I don't, I don't expect to see Chicharito there by the, at by the end of the World Cup. I don't see him at West Ham long term. Yeah, I don't think so. 
I mean, especially with Moyes. I mean, <laughs> to their credit, it seems like fans actually do like him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of expecting a little bit more of a uh, a shorter leash for him. I mean, I've you've heard stories from like Velas ditches practice, goes to a concert, Geo's partying late. I mean, I have never heard anything bad at all about Chicharito at any of his clubs. I can't remember anything. I, mean, I got the bias glasses on right now, but like, I just don't remember anything. I mean, I know opposing fans would be like, "Oh, he he complains too much," but that's not even what we're talking about. We're talking about like just total. Is he a team player here? Is he showing up? Is he? He's staying, you know, safe off the field, and he, he has. He's been a, a great A player. Like, I've only, like, ever heard anyone say anything good about him. Alex Ferguson always says he's, like, one of his favorite, coach, favorite players he's ever coached in, like, 30 years. I mean. Yeah, that was a, that was a great I think that one. also adds to the perception problem, you know, where, like, we always talk about, like, Gio, like, never living up to his potential, and, like, Vela, same <clears> thing, but, like, just because the attitude, I don't want to say they have attitude problems, but like there's just been things that they've done where you're just like, oh, come on, you know? Well, yeah, I agree. And it's, and I think the move to Los Angeles, I think from what I've seen actually around, like, you know, you look at their social media, they do have a big liking towards, you know, American sport culture, you know, the NBA and, and, you know, the hip hop scene. I know like Jonah goes to a lot of concerts and I'm like, I wonder if that played a huge role in why they left European football. And oh, I just yeah. don't see, I don't see Chicharito making the move to MLS unless it was like, hey, like I'm really, I really don't have that the options now. And you know what I mean? Yeah, but the one big difference between those three guys and Chicharito is Chicharito didn't go to Europe until he was 21. Mm-hmm. Whereas Vela went out there when he was like 17. And Gio and Jonah yep. were brought up out Very there, true. so it's like, it's just different, you know? Mm-hmm, yep. I think that's another big difference. Like, we saw, I don't want to say we saw Chicharito grow up, but I mean... You, he, no, he, we, we, we definitely did. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, because we saw him day, week in, week out, every week here. And, you know, Univision, every Chivas game is on national TV here, you know? Like... <laughs> Whereas the only thing we ever heard about Jonah or Gio when he was out in Tottenham was, oh, Harry Renan doesn't like it because he parties too much. Yeah, it's true. But I don't know. Just perception. But like I said, I don't ex- on the transfer rumor side, I don't expect each other to be there come August 1st. No. No way. Um, speaking of loans, loans with options to buy, Carlos Salcido, he's... He's been a steady starter. Steady starter every game, week in, week out. Playing in that right center back position in their like 3 5 2 formation. Yep. I think he's averaging close to a 7 rating on who scored, if I'm not mistaken. He's just been very consistent. And uh, that's good to see. It's good to see. It's good to have a defender who plays. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. I mean,. His position. Where do you play him on the national team, though? Right back. I mean, it depends on the formation. Which we've seen three four three, and we've seen seen four three three. Uh, if you're doing four three three, then he's going to have to be a right back. 
But if you put three guys in the back, I think you can do this traditional right center back role, you know? Yeah. He's got the size, too, which we all know Sodio goes crazy for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, th- I think... I think Frankfurt's going to exercise that buy option on his loan. I don't think it's too expensive. I think and it would be really good. Well. I think they might even get a Europa League spot. That'd be awesome. I, I think it's a great fit. I think it's a great fit. And and his teammate, Marco Fabian, like, I, it'd be lo- I'd love to see them both, you know, finally yeah. get the pitch. He's practicing, like, 100%. So. Yeah. And he needs to play if he wants to get, you know, a, dash, a World Cup he, spot. He's Frankfurt's Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Isaiah Thomas. I mean, Fabian, I think he signed a three-year deal, so. Yeah. But yeah, they like him there. No beef with the coach, regardless of all the dumb shit that his dad said. <laughs> Minus the Croatia-Mexican <laughs> mini-rivalry. <laughs> but uh, outside, outside the outside the Salcedo killing it, Fabian hopefully coming back. Mexicans abroad, what we got left is Ochoa, Ochoa, and then uh, Lalo Herrera. I guess we can touch uh, on. Well, it, that's yeah. I mean, Ochoa yeah, steady. I mean, I, the team was so bad at the beginning; like they were averaging like three goals. It was up. terrible. It was like it brought it brought me back to like. <laughs> What team was he on last year? Oh, um, not Malaga, but gr- not Granada, right? Yes, it was Granada. Yeah, yeah. I was having flashbacks. I felt so bad for him. I was just like, oh god. But then they put it together, and uh, I think they're averaging like maybe like a goal a game. He's had a couple shutouts, a couple PK stops, so he's back to his normal self. Yeah, I just, I just, I, I got really sick and tired of seeing four-one score lines, and I'm like, Ugh, that's really not good. And it'd be four-one, and then you'd be like, oh, let me go see the goals, and then like the goals like would be so bad, it wouldn't even be his awful. Fault. <laughs> it it'd terrible. be like a three-on-one fast break, like it was like the NBA or something. I just feel bad. <laughs> yeah, I know it was, it was ridiculous. Um, Lalo Herrera, he's filling in the Raul Jimenez role at Rangers, coming in for five minutes a game. Yeah, I mean he had a partner, Gulet Pena, but Pena's gone. Yeah, I don't like. I don't understand. I just I'm so confused. It's like, wait, you're you're kind of exercising this move to Europe to like explore and see if you can grow as a player, and then you just get back to Cruz. I'm like, what was that? <laughs> it was. It was weird because he was playing a lot under Kashinya, and then the new coach yeah. came in and didn't play him. But then the coach started playing him, and he started scoring goals. Yeah, didn't he have two goals in one game? Rec- like not not recently, but not that long ago. I could have sworn. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But um, yeah. Outside of that, not too much to say. <laughs> I mean, he had <laughs> five goals. He had five goals this season for Rangers. Yeah, he's like their second leading scorer. It's crazy. But I don't know. It's I, it's that it's, comfort thing. It's, it's kind of like a keno. That that comfort. Are, are you okay playing abroad? Like are you are you are you, are you, you know? It seems like there's there's not that comfort level. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking. Yeah, he's like he's like number he's like their third or fourth highest 
goal scorer this year. <laughs> and I hate I hate to like make it sound like like a Klinsman type thing, but like you kind of hope that these Mexicans that are already in Europe, you know, the Adrian Gorange, the Paulo Medina, now Junior Malek, and all these players, you kind of hope like that there's more of these type of players that kind of, and there was a kid that signed for Dortmund. I know we kind of briefly touched on that off air. It's like, you kind of hope these guys pan out and there's more of them because in terms of Europe, there's a lot of Mexican players that have talent who just don't want to make the move. It's funny. It's like the exact opposite reason of MLS where it's like, you get the comforts of life. The media is not as bad, but the pay is not good at MLS, so it's like, oh, I'll go play in some Scandinavian league because I'll double my salary. Yeah. Whereas Mexicans were like Guardado and Rafa Marcus said when, when Rafa was in Serie A and when uh, Guardado was at PSV, they're like, oh, I'm taking a pay cut playing out here. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Guardado, I'm like, oh, I think he's going to finally get his dollar. You know, you know, people are reporting he's looking at, uh, I don't know, Atlanta United or whatever it was, and it's yeah. like, no, he's, he's going to Betis, and it's like, he's going for $1 million. I'm like, what and I'm like and he explained his reasoning and I'm like oh my god that is that is a captain move right there yeah like I said like people so it's like the opposite reasons where it's like MLS like <laughs> the rookies finish a rookie deal and like boom I'm cashing in I'm going to Scandinavia yeah exactly and it's like Mexicans are like why do I why would I leave Tigres I'm playing like eight games a season I'm winning a trophy and I'm making like a million and a half dollars yeah Yep, I know. And as long as you're not playing in one of the bottom three teams in Mexico, your chances are your check's going to clear. <laughs> yes, yes. So it's just like, but yeah, you're right. I hope, and like the same reason I want players to go over there is just because it's easier for teams to sell them when they're younger. Because it's like, oh, I'll sell this guy, I'll put him on loan with an option to buy, I'll keep 30% if he makes a transfer fee. Mm-hmm. Then when he's like, uh, Chucky Lozano, where it's like, damn, I'm making a ton of money off of him. Why would I sell him? I'll get a bigger TV deal in Mexico or something. Like, you know, it's just, it just has to be ingrained in the players. Like, hey, we go, we need you need to go to Europe. You need to go to Europe. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Europe is the end-all, be-all, because I know the stray goat always gives me shit for always pumping up that you're Mexicans abroad, but it's better for your national team if you have players. Well, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> but like, I'm going to ask him, be like, hey, these Mexicans abroad, do you still want that Chicharito guy? He'll be like, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it, Mexicans abroad. I mean, I was hoping we would add one more, but Alanis is not going to go. No rumors of anyone going out there anymore, so... Yeah, no homos, uh, homos uh, 2.0. No homos in- 2.0. <laughs> um, 